0: Hey there, boys and girls, it's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice.
1: Hey, I'm Alicia Witt.
2: I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Project Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the new pod, World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster and you're listening to a podcast. Talking cod swallow right here, man.
3: this week's Talking Cods wallop I'm a little bit full of cold or hay fever, so apologies for my nasally noise. By popular demand, I am here with James Stafford. Woo!
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am indeed back by popular demand. <laughs> Raring to go, full of energy, and with more energy than somebody who's half my age. So, without further ado.
3: We don't know whose demand it was. I think it was more mine, but there you go. Still, it's a popular demand either way.
0: Or it could have been me typing things in requesting that I come back, but either way, I am back. Yeah.
3: And so he's back from Mad Space. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, so yeah, so I'm a bit full of uh hay fever or cold, so I'm a little bit snotty at the moment, which is um probably gonna make for an excellent sounding podcast, but there you are. So the reason that we've come together today is to talk about Birmingham Film and Comic Con that we went to. And it was Collector Mania actually as well, wasn't it?
0: It was Collecting Mania number twenty five. Oh really? But don't worry. Don't worry if you've not been to parts one to twenty four. You'll be able to pick it up when you get there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I have to say that it's one of the comic cons that I've been to that is is actually well organised. It's quite well laid out and everything.
0: I agree on that because I've been to. No names will be names. I don't want to, you know, upset anybody. But I've been to some absolutely appalling run stuff, and I've been to some well-run stuff and everything in between. And that was probably one of the better run ones compared to things I've been to in the past.
3: I don't think they expected the outpour, though, for certain people, like Robert England.
0: No, I'd, I'd agree with you. I mean, I was very lucky when I got there because I got there quite early. It was a very good experience. I met uh, My first photograph of the day was with Danny Glover, very nice guy, very friendly. And then I was talking to two of my friends who were there, Jen and Lyndon. Jen said to me, <laughs> I think you need to give up on your idea of getting anyone to autograph because they have been walking around. They said the queues are huge. Now, we yeah. were there at nine... Say I got a, got to cross over the floor and it's about 9.45, so I went to have a look at the autograph queues and Rob England had a humongous queue at that point anyway. Yeah, uh, and I
3: don't think... It,
0: throughout the day.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it changed throughout the day at all. So it just snaked around didn't
0: it? It certainly did. There was an outpouring from people who were upset about it but I I always say pick the battles you can win and I obviously chose uh, autographs with some people where the cubes were shorter and I chose pictures with people where I managed to get earlier batches. I got a picture with Rob England who I've got to say was pro on the most interesting people to have your picture taken with because he you know, was very animated, very friendly. And The guy's 71. He's aged very, very well. He's very, very, very interesting man. His comment straight up to me was, right, like, get behind me and strangle me. <laughs> uh, so I was like, okay. So I did exactly as I was instructed and I got an absolute fabulous picture out of it, which I will probably be posting on the Facebook page for Kleptomania and my own stuff at some point. And, uh, yeah, I you know, managed to get pictures with various different people. Aid Edmondson was there. Oh, yes. Who was, again, a fun guy, interesting guy to have a picture with.
3: Again, massive um, queue, though, for him.
0: Yeah, massive queues for him. Going through a rundown of people I saw throughout the day. Um, so, obviously, I'd seen Aid Edmondson was wandering around looking at things. I got an autograph. My first autograph of the day was actually, believe it or not, the one I was probably the most excited about. A lady called... Uh, Camille Corduri, who most people will probably know from Doctor Who. She played Rosie's mother. Whereas I know her from Nuns on the Run, which is one of my uh, favourite films, and I gave her that to sign, and she was very interested in the fact that I gave her something that was not Doctor Who or sci-fi related. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're quite Quite happy talking about that. Quite interested, and it was the same thing with Michelle Ryan. I got her to sign something that related to the TV series she did called Jekyll with James Nesbitt. And straight away, yes. it was like, wow, this. Is, not to disparage the people of Doctor Who fans, but it was like, wow, this isn't Doctor Who related, and she got very happy about it. And started talking to me, telling me that James Nesbitt was a nutter, but a pleasant nutter. Yeah. <laughs> So at that point, I'd met two famous, well, four famous people and had my pictures with them. But getting up to the point after that came to the highlight day, and I met probably the most interesting, famous person you can meet. I met the famous (laughs) podcaster who runs Talking Cod.
3: Oh, yes. She had a bit of a nightmare trying to get in, but she got in in the end. <laughs> it only took her. It only took her forty-five minutes.
0: <laughs> so you can take your Danny Gloves and your Mads Mickelsons and your Robert Englands. I got to meet Gemma in person, <laughs> and I have to say it was great. But for those listening, it was not a simple thing to pull off at all. And Gemma can probably tell you why.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was a bit of a nightmare at first, wasn't it? Cause it was, well, I was functioning on about four hours sleep because I'd went out the night before and it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> but, um, basically I got a train from Wolverhampton to Birmingham International and I didn't get there until about, I think it was quarter to 12 and the time for signing in for the passes and everything was 12 o'clock. So you received quite a few telephone calls from me, didn't you? I was saying, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to get there in time, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Turned out...
0: I was sent sent on a James Bond-style mission to try and resolve the situation.
3: And where did you even go to begin with, to be honest?
0: Well, well, to begin with, I followed the advice I've been given... uh, by you, which was to go to the sales desk. And, they look, and I just basically walked past a huge queue of people who <laughs> wondered what the hell I was doing. I went to this guy on the desk and went, excuse me, I've got a question. <laughs> Somebody needs to pick up a pass. Do we go here or do do I go into the hall that said the, I'd seen the press pass thing when I went in, you see. Because uh... you get in, you got to the event, you got got into the car park. You uh, presented your badge, uh, not badge, you really present your ticket. And you put into a big snaking queue of people, yes. and you go past sales, and you go past the uh, the desk which has the press people on. So I just went back to the press people, but you know, to go back to going into the event just itself, you know, you're going in and even that went pretty well. You know, your anticipation built up for seeing, seeing people in these amazing costumes and compared to other events I've been to, you got through pretty, um, pretty quickly without a problem. But to answer your initial question, I just went straight to the, uh, to the, the press people and, uh, taught them and, and um, they had a chat with you and on the phone and resolved the thing as best they could, which was very good of them. I've got to say, they weren't arsy, they weren't difficult. No, nope, they uh, weren't. What I could see.
3: Yeah, she was just like, oh, don't worry about it. Just get here when you do. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. But yeah, I didn't know where that press place was because getting on the train, I came in through the train station way, which was a completely different way. So you know what you said about the car park? And yes you know where i where you met me when i was having a cigarette a bit later on obviously i realized that at that point where the the place was that i needed to go but yeah i hadn't walked that way i'd only been inside the whole time so i had no idea where i was going i nobody knew (laughs) all the staff were like um but they were very nice and very professional about it so i haven't you know it's not a complaint or anything but they they didn't have a clue where i needed to go either and i was just like oh no <laughs> i just want to
0: go in <laughs> oh, i can believe it because you get the added stress of of the thing of uh, trying to work out where things are because i mean one of the problems i had is just and this is just within the hall was find out where things were being staged where people basically were positioned for photographs because i like, had that uh, You know, you were sort of, I mean, I was looking in some respects because a few shots were all in the same place. But as you're walking around, it's just trying to work where things were. And to be fair, I thought it was quite, as I said, there was some, for me, going to a lot of these events, it's getting to meet wonderful people like yourself. It's getting to meet people who I've known from other events. Um, Because one of the pleasant surprises for me is, although I knew some of the people I was there with, and I knew you would be there, and I knew my friend Catherine would be there, there were two people walking through who, well, very familiar to me. In fact, there were a few people I recognized as I was going around seeing other things, but there two people I met at uh, an event called The Love of Sci-Fi who straight-off recognized me, and I recognized them. And later on, uh, Gemma was able to speak to them and have a chat with them about things. But the thrilling thing for me was just seeing the the, the, the effort yeah. that people put into costumes. Yes. I did get to meet like Mads Mickelson, who was a very pleasant,
3: Oh, I got. As well. I got an audio bite from him as well. You did. I did. Oh,
0: yeah. I am so annoyed because I kept asking people. Well, I'm a very happy and proud that you managed to do that, but I'm also kicking myself for not asking myself simply because when I got his autograph, I found him in this weird moment where there was no one there but him. Because <laughs> most of the time he had cues out of uh, yeah, insane cues, but I, ju- I just went this guy I went, is this a diamond pass thing or something? And no. So I went right here's my money, get his autograph, I had a chat with him. But I forgot to ask him to record stuff for me.
4: Alright, hi I'm Mass Miggles and I'm talking Cot Podcast. And I'm at the Birmingham conicon Con. And Con.
3: Okay, Thank you very much. Would you be able to do one tiny little thing extra? What was that? My friend Nicola, who will be listening to this episode, she absolutely loves you. Would it be possible for you to just say something, you know, just a quick little, I don't know, hi Nicola or
4: whatever? Yeah, sorry, I forgot to say hi Nicola, this
0: is Matt again. Make sure you listen to the entire podcast. I'm really impressed that you pulled that off because I kept going to desk and I got a no-off Camille Cordory, a no-off Michelle Ryan. I was like, this is not working. Like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. But he seemed a nice guy and I met um, Caroline Monroe, Bond girl. And invariably in these queues, you've only got a small snippet of time with them. But they are generally quite pleasant, nice people. But the costumes level that we saw on people, one guy dressed up as Iron Man in a fully working Iron Man costume. And he must have really put the outfit in.
3: Oh yeah, definitely. And the girl that was dressed up as Deadpool.
0: Oh, um, I think she's everyone's favourite. She was yes. brilliant.
3: I got a soundbite with her as well. I will just put in the interview that I had with the Star Wars cosplayers that you just briefly talked about because they were nice guys but at the same time I didn't know what to talk about because I was I was thrown in at the deep end with this one
0: (laughs) which nasty person threw you in
3: you (laughs) (laughs) yes you I kind of as as much as I wanted to speak to them because they were absolutely lovely guys and their cosplay looked fantastic I didn't know what quite to talk about because I'm not hugely into Star Wars.
0: I'm afraid I'm the either. No, I couldn't really help you. (laughs) I
3: no. So I just I I I seemed a bit like a wet fish in this interview, to be honest. But the guys, you know, they were fantastic, and they also did promote about a few websites and things like that. So I'm definitely going to be putting their interview into this so that I give them their opportunity of promoting. But at the same time, <laughs> I was appalling.
0: <laughs> do you do? I disagree, but I think it was a, a good interview. I'm sorry if I threw you in the deep end of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, just a tad. But that's okay because, because, you know, that was kind of the icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Was that the first interview you did?
0: yeah that was the first one right right yeah
3: but then followed by that I got to interview a stormtrooper
0: <laughs> oh now that was something amazing people I was there for it <laughs> I even took
3: a picture yeah it was so fun because I was like talking about the Death Star and I was talking well you know here listen to it and uh, you know, tell me what you think okay so um, who am I here with at the moment uh Terry Stevens Lewin and oh,
1: cool. And John Luke Stevens Lewing.
3: Ah, hello. And um, can you just tell my listeners what your dress does today please? Today I'm dressed as uh, hero style
1: Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. Yeah. And I'm dressed up as hero Anakin Skywalker.
3: Okay, fantastic. <laughs> and so are you big into um, Star Wars and things, or is it in general? <laughs> what inspired you for this, um, this costume? Well, I've been a Star Wars fan since I was
1: six, so I've, I've grown up with all of the different uh, genre of Star Wars um, and I've been lucky enough to get my son involved in Star Wars and, and drag him around to all the different cons.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, and do you like I, I don't,
1: yeah, of course. There's, without a shadow of a doubt.
3: And do you at least get free tickets? <laughs> no, unfortunately. Well, yeah, one shaking his head and the other one's hoping yes. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, no. Although oh. uh, know, we do work a few of the cons ourselves um, okay. for the love of sci fi ones and various other ones that are coming up. And obviously, you have to keep on the, uh, the web pages to uh, keep up with this, I'm afraid.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, on the webpage, page, did you want to say where people can find that information? Uh, yeah, it's uh, just look on for
1: the love of sci-fi. Um, we've got uh, Star Wars Gathering coming up in July down in Liverpool. We've got for the love of sci-fi, as always, in uh, Manchester at the BAC uh, or the Burroughs Exhibition Centre. But we've also got... Um, one in uh, Glasgow coming up, uh, Manchester next year, Ireland, um, and a few other places. So just really keep an eye on all the different uh,
3: places. We've, we're going
1: big style for it now.
3: Oh, brilliant. Well, that sounds really good. Well, good luck with it all. Right now, I'm here with a stormtrooper, and I'm a little bit intimidated, so hello. Don't be scared, man. Don't be scared. <laughs> What's it like working, you know, on the Death Star? It's good, ma'am. It's good. You get good bands to play, and you get to kill rebels. <laughs> okay. Oh no! Well, oh, that's you know. Is that a good thing or really, you know? It's definitely a good thing, ma'am. They're terrorists, ma'am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you have got a gun, so I'm going to agree with you right now. Thank you, ma'am. It's a wise idea. Wise <laughs> idea. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Obviously, are you part of the actual um, convention, or have you come as a cosplay today? No ma'am, i will come as carefully today. Okay. Well, how long did this actually take for you to uh, put together? This one took me about three weeks, ma'am. Blimey. So is it uh, a shop bought one then, or uh, it, is it good for America, ma'am? Oh, okay. Well, fantastic. It's is Empire issue. Okay. Well, yeah, you definitely, you definitely look very fantastic, so. Thank you, ma'am. So do you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I made no effort whatsoever, and I'm hungover. So thank you very much. <laughs> no problem, man, no problem
0: Okay, bye <laughs> well, All you kept hearing with him was <coughs> When they were speaking to you, didn't you? You got the <coughs> And then he'd say yeah. something
3: <coughs> Yeah, but you did actually pick up really well What he was oh, saying, excellent.
0: actually That's good
3: Yeah, it was And, um, you know, he was sort of uh, He was saying he was American I assumed he wasn't but I don't
0: I'm, Yeah, his accent slipped slightly I don't think he was No but I thought it was a really well-run event because – and people, what I like at going those sort of things is how incredibly accommodating and friendly people actually are. I got chance to a guy called Jay Gray who um, was dressed up as – was he dressed up as? Um, Constantine.
3: Oh, okay.
0: And he's a really nice guy, really cool. I need to – I'll drop him another line on Facebook and have a chat with him. But he was queuing with me when we got Christina Loken's photographs. And he said, come on, let's go and get her autograph as well, which I'm glad I did uh, because it meant he couldn't, you know, it gave me a bit more stuff to do when I was waiting for the pictures. But, yeah, he was good. He, he does amazing cosplay. I'm trying to persuade him to go as Thor at some point because he does actually resemble uh, Hemsworth a bit. So it
3: oh, well, would be good then.
0: He, He'd be good going for it because even he himself said, let me guess who you're going to tell me to go as, either Thor or the, some other guy. And I said, no, it's Thor, dude. Thor you don't even have to grow your hair anymore just <laughs> just keep your hair as it is now short he'd be very good Thor he has the look of him so
3: yeah oh well that was really good then yeah I didn't I didn't meet this guy so I obviously I can't comment
0: but uh
3: yeah anyone who anyone who
0: looks like Chris Hemsworth definitely should dress up as Thor I think women will have an even more interesting take on him dressing up as Thor than I do though
3: yes yeah probably yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah,
3: we have a little perv factor.
0: They keep telling me to dress up as sloth, saying I don't need makeup, but I'm not sure how to take that. So, uh...
3: (laughs) who did? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh okay <laughs> I was going to say because that's bloody rude if that's the case that I went, it's like you go to Rob Angle and he goes my god you've dressed up so well like Freddie like, but I have no makeup on <laughs> it's, I'm just tired
3: <laughs> yeah because that was the first thing that you uh, you messaged to me wasn't it that um, you either look like Brad Pitt or uh,
0: Sloth <laughs> and I was yeah. like
3: what <laughs> I was over I'm over by the Batmobile <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and indeed, she wasn't lying, folks. She was over by the Batmobile, because mm. the car stunned me. They had a Batmobile and an Aston Martin DB5. It
3: was amazing, but definitely that Batmobile. I loved it.
0: I just wanted to take the DB5, but I couldn't see happening somehow.
3: No, you probably wouldn't be able to get it out of there. <laughs> no. Maybe. I mean, so... we could have tried. Maybe just, you know, put it under your jumper. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a big jumper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very stretchy one as well. What were your highlights of the Comic-Con?
0: I'd say, obviously, meeting yourself uh, was a highlight. Um,
3: and mine too. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you get to meet yourself on a daily basis. I
3: know, so I know, but... <laughs> it's
0: still, You still find it enjoyable and good fun. <laughs> yes, I do, yeah.
3: It's always nice to, you know, wave at myself occasionally.
0: <laughs> but no, it was lovely to meet you too. Thank you, thank you. I would say probably, it's interesting, I was more... The big thing that I booked for was see Robert England, as had my two friends. Um I bizarrely, I think I was more excited to see uh, to see Camille Cordori than anybody else because she'd been a bit of an unexpected one. I didn't know she was there until sort of later on. And as I'd always liked nuns on the run, it was a big thing for me to see her, really. And I did like seeing Mads Mickle. I mean I liked seeing everybody, but I think Camille Codori was probably the the highlight for me, actually, because it was just see someone who's a bit different to see than the big, the big famous people. But I was amazed. Uh, I met the guy, um, it Joseph Marcelli's called or Marcella, who plays um, Jeffrey in the Fresh oh, Prince yes. of Bel Air. Yeah. Very cool, very friendly guy, very nice. I was stunned, and I do mean that in absolute honesty. By the amount of people seeing Richard Wilson,
3: I. That is one of my biggest, biggest regrets that I didn't ask Richard Wilson for even a soundbite or anything. Because I, in hindsight, now thinking back at it, I wish that I would have got, I don't bloody believe it. It's Talking Codswallop. That would have been something. Yeah, I mean, he probably would have been annoyed doing it because mm. I can imagine that he gets so annoyed by, I don't believe it. Or I don't bloody time. believe it. Yeah, yeah, all the time. But I can't. I, yeah, that is one of my massive regrets that I didn't. There was a couple of opportunities, but he just looked so tired, and mm-hmm. he is what well, he must be in his late eighties.
0: He's probably yeah, be getting some. I mean, I really regret now when I was there seeing Mads Mickelson that actually, because there was only me and him there, it didn't cross my mind to ask him. I was just chatting to him about stuff and seeing how he was. Mm. But obviously, he, he was obviously, by the sounds of it, one of the more accommodating people to record people's requests. Because seriously, everybody else was said, like, could you just give me a bit of an intro for a, a podcast? Or just something they just I'm sorry, I can't do it. So I sort of like threw in the towel. But mm. yeah, probably should have asked more. But yeah, Richard Wilson, wow. I mean, the cues for him yeah. just kept going and going and going. And you wouldn't have expected it. But clearly, he's a man of, it's not diminishing anything from him. I just didn't know how popular it would be at that sort of event. But clearly, he's very loved.
3: Yeah, and just in case anybody doesn't know who Richard Bolson is, because obviously I might have some international listeners as well, And there's a TV programme called One Foot in the Grave, and he is the main star of that programme, basically. So he's a grumpy old man in that programme. Just he
0: was also in Merlin, if that helps.
3: He was in Merlin, yeah.
0: And the truly god-awful film Carry On Columbus.
3: Yeah. <laughs> let's say all yeah. of the carry-ons are awful.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but that was a particularly foul moment in the entire series. But yeah, you probably know him most from Merlin. He was in Doctor Who a bit, yeah, as I understand it. But he is currently 81, so he's doing oh. pretty damn well for his age, in my opinion. He's, uh, he's aged well.
3: Well, I mean, he said I said late 80s, so I don't know if he is ageing that well, but yeah.
0: <laughs> He's hanging on in there. He's still around, so.
3: He is, yeah. He was only there for the one day, but I can fully understand why he
0: would be only there for the one day. And he was having a good chat with some of the other people who were there. He was on a good chat with Ade Edmondson, so I wonder if they're friendly with each other.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, if they weren't, then I imagine that they would be now. I can't yes, imagine yes. that anyone wouldn't like Aid Edmondson, and... I really wish that I would have got the opportunity to have spoken to him, but there was
0: no chance. Not with that cue. No, certainly not. Mm. So how did you pull off getting Mads Mickelson to speak with you then?
3: Well, he didn't have a cue, first of all. Um, so it
0: must have been probably was roughly around the same time that I'm about to him, or just a bit after.
3: Maybe, yeah, around about this sort of time. It was in the afternoon anyway. Yes, yeah. And um, basically there was, there was this chap that was, uh, you know, one of the... Uh, minders the
0: minders oh
3: no he wasn't one of the he wasn't one of the minders he wasn't one of the people that was sat next to him but he was one of the people that was sort of crowd control sort of thing Um, but he worked there anyway he had one of the blue t-shirts on I just said to him what are the chances do you think that Matt Mickelson might want to give me a soundbite or you know anything that he can do and the guy said to me if I'm honest just go up to him and ask him um, and he yeah. didn't say it in a snotty way. He said it in a nice way, um, and he said that you uh, you've got more chance if you actually ask them directly. And I said, "Well, okay, that's fair enough." I said, "It's kind of against the rules, but <laughs> okay, I'll do it." <laughs> and um yeah, so I just went up to him. I when I was speaking to him, I was kind of speaking to his handler as well, so Mm-mm. kind of like alternating looks between the two. And he he just mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, that's absolutely fine." and um you must
0: have yeah you obviously got a good one because the other ones just gave me no yeah so and but i guess it's, it's i mean as i said to them every time you have the right to say no you know so
3: yeah and that was it i just said you know like i was just honest with him you know i just mm. turned around to him and i said if you can't do it it's absolutely fine it's not a problem at all because so i went up to austin america Amer- Elio, I think it is, A M E L I O. I'm from Walking Dead. It's the guy. Well, that?
0: Did you have a beard?
3: <laughs> yeah, he's the...
0: The He seemed quite a cool
3: guy. Actually, he was. He was a really cool guy. And I asked him if uh, he had chance to like have an interview or a soundbite or anything like that. And he he did turn around to me and say no. Mm. But he also turned around and says, "I'm really sorry." You know, I, I'm mm. really sorry that I had to say no, but at the moment, obviously, with Walking Dead coming out. Yeah. You know, and I was like, no, that's absolutely fine. You know, you've just got to be respectful, haven't you? You've asked your absolutely. question. You can't expect that everybody is going to say yes to you. And majority of them said no. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: But again, nobody, that's the thing. No one was rude. No. no one said, like, you know, get lost. Both Michelle Ryan and Camille Codori were very much like, I'm really sorry. I was like, yeah, Camila, Camila, I, Camille, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I don't want to get If I'm getting it wrong, my apologies to anyone who knows. Uh, but yeah, they just said, "I'm sorry, we can't do it." But again, they were very nice people. Yeah. yeah. Although some people did like, they just want to go home. But to be fair, I understand it if you're just signing things constantly and uh, yeah, very, very tired.
3: Yeah, but then there was Amy Garcia. I don't know if you know her, but she's from Lucifer and Dexter. Mm-hmm. She was she was interacting with her fans and like the line of people there was you know a reasonable line of people but um she was literally like taking moments to talk to them and like having selfies with them and on whatnot so i actually did join that queue for a little while but then because she was talking to people it kind of got on a little bit and i was thinking well i could be more productive with my time here Mm -hmm. you know so i i did go away but at the same time I imagine she would have been one of the people who would have happily have spoken to me or would have, you know, given me a soundbite at least.
0: There was a girl there. Yeah, I don't know who she was. She had like short blondish hair. I can't who she was from. She seemed pretty good with people, and you know, happy to chat to people and stuff. So but I don't actually know who who <laughs> I don't know who she was.
3: Other people that I really wanted to speak to as well was Mark Williams from Harry Potter. You know, the dad ah, of Harry Potter, yeah. Ron Weasley.
0: Uh, was he there on Sunday?
3: He was there on Saturday and Sunday, but I didn't... Was he? Yeah, I didn't actually go on the Sunday. I had the op- option to go on the Sunday, but uh, Kerry, who I was staying with, wanted to go out that evening, and I was just so Correct. exhausted, so I just drove home and got to bed a lot earlier than I would have if I'd gone out, so...
0: Well, <laughs> that was pretty smart move, so...
3: Yeah, yeah, after only having four hours of sleep and doing... That many hours walking up and down in the con and doing 14,000 oh, steps, yeah. might I add? <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. See, I didn't have a stepper and I would have loved to have known because I swear to you, Sunday morning it was like, oh God, pain, pain, pain. <laughs> yeah. And then on Monday, it was getting up in a bit, still pain, still pain. I've actually been quite yeah.
3: fortunate because this week I've been off work, so uh, it's been quite nice.
0: Ah, uh, yes. If only I could have pulled it, staying off work. Yeah. I'd sleep. Not going to happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 5 a.m. up. 5 a.m. up. Oh,
0: 5 a.m. That sucks. Uh, needs must. But yeah, wow, I'm impressed on the step from that. I mean, but that's the thing, you are on your feet all day. Yes. Moving around and walking.
3: Yeah, it was just a relief to find an empty seat as i said to somebody outside like i i saw this empty seat and i just went for it and there was another one next to me and this girl turned around to me and was like oh is this one free and i went yeah yeah go for it and i happened to say to her then isn't it nice it's like such a welcoming sight when you actually see an empty seat coming towards (laughs) you
0: <laughs> I actually, at the end of the day, though, I was going to go and sit down somewhere, and there was this girl and friends or a family who were going to get seen. I said, "Just, i, I let them." She said, "I think this mum sit down." So no, it's all right. You can have it because I was waiting for my friends anyway, and we we went. But I know what you mean. Your legs are getting very weary. Yeah. But it was it was yeah the the walking around thing was. Um, you kind of like going to a, almost a zen state after a while. You just keep going and going. Uh, but I got some cracking pictures. Speaking of people who are very impressive, uh, there's obviously Jay just dressed up as Constantine, the chap who dressed up as uh, Iron Man. Yep. among many many others and there was a guy dressed up as Superman uh, Brandon Routh Superman who was very good at, I should have asked him for his name because he even bore resemblance to Brandon Routh uh, he was, that was a hell of a good costume
3: yeah there was so many good cosplays wasn't there and it was just the funniest part was watching you going up to people and just scaring the crap out of people as you were going like
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Admit, I did seem to have that off to an art. I just appear because I'm generally quite quiet on my feet as well. Um, so I just will appear. I do. I scare them at work as well because I just appear next to desks. Uh, <laughs> And Or appear behind people at desks. But yeah, I did have this habit Gemma has cast a light upon is the fact that I would suddenly appear behind people and tap them on the shoulder or just stand next to them and go, excuse me, can I have a picture, please? <laughs> it particularly worked well on a girl dressed up as something from DC Comics who I tapped with only two fingers on the shoulder gently. I thought she, she nearly screamed and jumped out of her skin. I'm like, whoa, whoa, I just want a picture, it's okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I managed to scare a poor girl that looked like Beetlejuice oh wow i never saw her oh okay well she she looked really good i was i was sort of saying about you know recording uh sound you know recording a little bit on on the microphone and at first she said yes and then she realized what i'd said you know it was like that realization was like oh no 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 i'm too shy for that
0: (laughs) yeah some people just won't do it some people also got very edgy on having the picture taken like what are you gonna do with it i said well it's just pictures of people today oh okay okay
3: I think that's fair enough as well, though,
0: isn't it? No, I get it. I totally get it because there are some very dodgy, weird people out there who use pictures and just sell them or whatever or things even worse. So I totally understand it and I will always respect the person who says no and the person who says yes. Invariably, people strangely seem to think I work at these events, which can be useful in some respects, but I never give people the impression I do work there. If they uh, incorrectly think I'm working somewhere, I'll explain. I don't. I'm just a, a fan walking around.
3: <laughs> That's a shame, actually. You should try and get a press pass. because I
0: think I will. It covers photography. I go to. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, it might, yeah, it might be worth
0: it. So Well, we have to see how good the quality of my pictures are <laughs> from the day. <laughs> I think we should be okay. I mean, I do photography as a thing in my spare time. So.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I'm not You'd...
0: chopping off too many people's heads, I'm all right.
3: <laughs> and you were definitely walking around with, like, a professional-looking camera as well. So that is true. it wasn't just your true. iPhone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with all those little disposable ones where I'm winding Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure you could still use this camera? yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Do you even get this developed?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know if you can get stuff film developed anymore. Yeah, I think you still can at Boots. We we are uh, even providing free information to people. What a what a thing, eh?
3: <laughs> pointless and useful.
0: <laughs> Other pointless information I learned that today's Ghostbusters Day. Is it?
3: Is it National Ghostbusters Day?
0: I think so. I mean, a a few of the people like Catherine, who I will give a shout out to, that's okay. Catherine Shaw, who was at the event, um, who I met at an event with a few other people called the Love Sci-Fi, where we met people from Ghostbusters. So shout out to Jennifer Runyon as well. She was at the event and yes, she's a big Ghostbusters fan. And we were saying we didn't see many Ghostbusters at this event. We saw a few. Well, I think no, we saw one, uh, but not many more, which was a bit of a surprise. But
3: I suppose it's because of the different types of films that were there, isn't it? It was like yes. an awful lot of Freddies walking around, and
0: mm. which uh, were brilliant as well.
3: Yeah, well, some of them were. Some of them just were just wearing a, a you know stripy jumper, red and mm. Mm. red and blue or whatever stripy jumper, and it was like, yeah, I mean you've done no but effort. The,
0: <laughs> no. But, but the mask guys, they were the impressive ones.
3: Yes. Yeah, definitely. There was, you know, there was a quite a few that you sort of had to double check and like was like, is that actually Robert England? No,
0: it's not. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the giveaway is the black guy who was dressed up as Fred.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, that one that one would have he been was, a giveaway. But he way. looked
0: very good though. Again, everybody, all the people. That's the thing that I always love of these things. It's the the amount of some people might go, Oh, it's sad, they spend all the money on these things. Nerds. Well, yeah, you could say that, but I also like to look at it and say, Well, they the dedication from these people, the time and the effort they put in is commendable. It's phenomenally good.
3: Yeah yes definitely like so much detail goes into these things it's just insane you know the the deadpool girl who was with two other guys i did actually get like who they were with the with the interview that i did with them so i'll play that in a moment Okay, yeah, here I am with three amazing cosplayers. I have to say, your outfits look incredible. Cool. Um, for my listeners, can you tell me who you are? I've come as Darth Maul. Okay, awesome. Lady Paul.
1: Shaw. Oh,
3: seriously, it's a, you do look incredible. So how many times, like today, have you actually been asked... To have photos. Oh. I'd be rich. Yeah. Absolutely you? minted out of my face. For every pound I got for a picture, would be millionaire. Danny Glover's jealous. Yeah.
1: Danny just jealous, Danny just jealous oh, of us yeah. right I'm now. I'm sure he yeah. like, is. Why are they getting more pictures than we are? That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We're around the celebrities, and we're the ones getting all the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the one. So how long did these outfits take you? Uh, did you like purchase them, or did yeah.
1: you? Uh, mine took about three, four. Thank you. Three, four months. uh
0: uh, to make, put together,
3: and you, you actually made it yourself. Yeah. Didn't you? Okay. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just like I came just like I am, and I'm like you know I threw on a skirt and a top. So did I. Yeah. I just threw this together. <laughs> and how long did yours take? Um, about 10 minutes. It just zips up at the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's nice. um, I handmade <laughs> belt. Actually, my friend done this. Um, she had handmade Deadpool belt. Wow. Old sofa. Yeah.
2: For my one, one second
1: uh, yeah. I can See, pause this already we've got three people waiting for pictures yeah, we to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's alright I'll let you um, I'll
2: let you get we'll on we have to let go. go yeah, yeah we'll yeah, catch
3: no you in yeah that's absolutely
0: fine they were exceptional
3: yeah they were
0: there were a couple of other amazing deadpools there's one guy don't know if you've him had the Thanos gauntlet on <laughs> <laughs> God, he was so funny. (laughs) I missed him, I think. Well, what I loved is just as as I took his picture, he flipped me off. (laughs) I was like, yes. I said, that's brilliant. I spoke to the Deadpool girl. I said to her, I think you and your little cohorts are probably the most popular people I've seen so far. Because everybody was taking pictures of them.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And she said, like, if I could get a pound for every time anyone asked for a photo, then they would have been really rich that day.
0: It would have covered all the costs, I suspect.
3: Uh, And more. And more, I think. It was just insane. But the guy who was dressed up as Predator, he told me that it had taken him six months to make that outfit.
0: He made? Wow. He actually
3: made that outfit, yeah. Oh,
0: my God. It was screen accurate. It was. Whoever this man is, I bow down to you. That was amazing.
3: It was. It was absolutely insane. And, you know, just incredible basically so got a picture of him as well so i'll probably put him up on twitter
0: you took a picture of me with him didn't you i did well. thank
3: you yeah. yeah so that might be the picture that i use <laughs> oh cool. well, i'm happy with that yeah
0: no worries it was what i liked about the deadpool people also is what i like are these things is where you see people play the characters a bit and the deadpool people all played the character Yes, that bit of sassiness and sort of humour and things—that was great. I mean, the other guy we have to mention, amazing quality was the chap who dressed up as um, Iron Man. He basically three D printed the entire suit, but he also had working electrics in it. So he had the light up hands, the light up chest, had the flip up and down faceplate.
3: I didn't think you I said to him, Iron Man.
0: Oh well, I think I've got. Yeah, I've got pictures of him when I. Download them all, I'll send them over to you. Okay, cool. I, I remember saying to him, there was him and a guy dressed up a Stella." That I said, I've got a first question. I said, I've got to ask you guys, how hot are you? Yeah. He said, we are basically pooling. Pooling, was that? Pooling in sweat.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, there was a couple that actually had fans inside that mm. were actually keeping uh, them cooler, mm-hmm. which, you know, which looked quite good <laughs> as an idea. But, I mean, I was walking around in a vest top and a, a skirt and, you know, very thin leggings type thing, and I was absolutely roasting in there.
0: It was very warm. I was hot as well.
3: Going back to celebrity interviews as well, I also got to interview Kenny Johnson as well. Who is... He's... The program that I knew him from was... Oh, Bates Motel. Mm Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was... at the beginning of the interview, you'll hear me say, oh my God, I'm so sorry, that's really rude of me because I I looked, uh, as I was talking to him, obviously I bent down to talk to him, but then I looked <coughs> up uh, at his name so that I could say his name properly because in my head, I was thinking, it's Caleb, it's Caleb, it's Caleb, but it's not Caleb. <laughs> that's not his real name. <laughs> so yeah, Kenny, Kenny Johnson actually gave me, I think it was about a, a five or six minute interview which was quite nice of him. Good guy. He is. And he was really interesting as well. Before I actually started interviewing, I, I heard him say about the fact that he knew the Kardashians quite a long time. And don't get me wrong, wow. I have no interest in the Kardashians at all. But it was just like you have fun stories to say, you yeah. know? Yeah,
0: well, that's the thing. It's nice to hear interesting things about people, you know, other people that people know, isn't it? And mm. Just like I found with uh, when I was turning to Camille Cordori, I said to her, I kind of had a hunch that she might show a bit of interest in looking at one of her like very early films from 90, from 92, actually, with Nuns on the Run, and straight off she was going, oh, wow, you know, science. She said, this was, like, great. I said, well, it's one of my favourite films. She's go, going, yeah, it was She it was brilliant to work on. And then you got that little bit more information from when I saw Michelle Ryan, because I said to her, I'm going to give you something a bit different to sign. And she was, oh, wow, this was like the most fun mini series I ever worked on. And <laughs> it was brilliant. So it's nice getting information from people about things. Didn't get to find out who's funny, though, uh, Robbie Coltrane or Eric Idle, which was the question I kept wanting to ask and then kept forgetting to ask. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, it is hard, isn't it? In that situation, it's kind of like you try to remember every question that you want to ask. I, it just fails miserably.
0: Well, the problem is you also end up with queues of people behind you who are uh, like sharpening knives if you don't hurry up. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs>
0: invariably, I I go to something where there was nobody there, and suddenly I'd be chatting to them. Turn around, there's like six, seven people queuing up behind me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they saw that she or he was speaking to somebody. Oh, so I'm going to go and uh, ruin that fun, you know,
0: go and yeah. queue up now. Who, who's this plebeian that this person is speaking to?
3: Yeah. How how <laughs> very dare you?
0: They don't look famous. He might be a photographer, but he doesn't look famous. <laughs>
3: Um, good thank you so I'm here sorry I know that sounds awful didn't it I love to look up at your name then. so I apologise no, right. yeah I just wanted to make sure I pronounced it all correctly so I'm here with um, Kenny Johnson at the moment and who I know from Bates Motel so thank you for coming to England first of all
4: love it thank you I love I've been here the last three years in a row and uh, all I got to say is Peaky Blinders
3: yes Birmingham. yeah love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good Cool. good Cool. out of all of the Roles that you've ever played. What what is what is your favorite role to have played? Uh,
4: I would say Curtis Lemonhead Lem Lemansky uh, on The Shield was my favorite. Um, But I would say the most challenging and another one I loved was Caleb on Bates Motel. That was um, by far like the deepest, most uh, you know difficult character to play. That I had a blast.
3: Yeah. because yeah. Yeah, I really liked yours, Caleb. you, Caleb. Yeah, it was really, really good. And um, yeah, and he like he had a real soul to him, you, you know and uh, he was like a dark soul in yeah. times but yeah it was yeah. You, know, you could sort of see a very sympathetic side to him so yeah I, I really enjoyed that.
4: thank you I mean look we're all human and everybody's flawed so it's like I tried to bring as much humanity to him as possible as opposed to just being like a monster you know Yeah. so yeah yeah oh
3: well thank you for everything yeah. that you do no thank you um, yeah well no thank you um, can I possibly get a sound bite as well at of the course end? yeah um, my podcast name is talking
4: codswallop <laughs> codswallop codswallop yeah so talking codswallop podcast yes watch it listen to it love it
3: <laughs> thank you very much you're welcome <laughs> oh and another another person that i speak to is not celebrity now but it's cosplayer and <laughs> you almost got a help message <laughs> uh, I started speaking to a guy who was dressed up as Johnny Bravo.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I think I saw him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't the worst outfit in the world, but it wasn't also the greatest
0: it, either. It, it, it wasn't great, considering that I was once compared to Johnny Bravo because of my love of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might have been a better choice. <laughs>
3: So the thing is, is that like he, he came over to me and I'm stood probably about five feet away from a wall because I was just, you know, I was just resting, but you know, like I just stopped, but I didn't want to be in the way of the crowds and things like that. So he came, he comes over to me as Johnny Bravo and he goes, hello, pretty lady, you know, as the accent, I didn't do it very well.
0: So where was he from? Was he from India?
3: (laughs) At least I know I can do an Indian accent now. <laughs> well, anyway, well,
0: it's, it's Elvis style, isn't it? So yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, he he did he did the voice quite well.
0: Oh, excellent! Yeah,
3: Good so, stuff. yeah, and he said, "Oh, you know, he did all the Johnny Bravo kind of kind of spill and everything." And then, like, I turned off the microphone, and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to go and meet up with my friend now because I was sort of getting a weird vibe from him in a way." and not a weird vibe. it's weird because I'm very shy mm-hmm. I, I don't come across as very shy at all but I am incredibly shy so it was kind of he was then sort of like saying oh no seriously though outside the camera you do look really pretty and I was like I have no makeup on I look hung over to hell my hair is all scrung up how do you think that this is pretty <laughs> and I was just
0: like did he keep doing this with the Johnny Bravo act?"
3: No, no no he did it in his own voice this time and,
0: Was he English? Yeah. Right. I just no, I didn't, I didn't know. Obviously, because there are a few people from other countries there. Oh, Okay. Although he kept Johnny Brown doing the you know the pretty mama thing.
3: No, he did keep doing that, but he also then just like spoke in his normal voice, and he kept saying, "Oh no, no, honestly, you're you're really pretty." And um, he goes, "Oh, I've come all the way from Devon," and obviously Devon isn't far away from Dorset. So then I say, "Oh, I'm from Dorset," you know, been all pleasant, and but I'm slowly backing away.
0: I, <laughs> I'm not like that. Sorry just when he said that. Slowly back away. Yeah. And,
3: <laughs> and I'd already given him one of my business cards as well, so he knew how to sort of contact me. So I was like, oh fuck. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, it, it wasn't like it wasn't the fact that what he was saying was offensive. It wasn't. It was it was nice stuff that he was saying. But I feel uncomfortable when people pay me compliments. So I was trying to back away but then I'm forgetting that I'm only five foot away from the wall. <laughs> so I'm like walking into the wall and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I put the microphone back on for a bit just to sort of catch her what he was saying and things. But then I just, uh, you know, in the end I was just like, oh no, I have to go. <laughs> I have to get out of it. And yeah, so you were going to get a message going, help. <laughs> You wouldn't have known where I was, but you were still going to get a message saying, help! <laughs> Are you still there? Hello? So, I've just been approached by Johnny Bravo. Say hi, Johnny Bravo. Hey there, pretty lady. Well, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, what was it? What was the dance move that we did earlier? Doing the monkey. <laughs> Do- I can't remember how it goes. (laughs) That'll do. (laughs) Um, So obviously you've cosplayed as uh, Johnny Bravo today. So that I have. (laughs) Yeah. Or or you've come as yourself. Sorry. Um, Any reason that you decided to go uh, as Johnny Bravo?
1: Well, I think I'm probably the most iconic cartoon character of the 90s. Okay. (laughs) And, And chicks love me
3: okay yes (laughs) well this girl loves you too so thank you ever so much
1: well thank you very much sweetie (laughs) swagancy love (laughs) okay thank you (laughs) and it uh, really is quite tricky to you know really mimic so my American friends you know tutored me along and said yep do this more yep you're doing right keep going keep going yeah. Nailed it.
3: <laughs> so Oh that's good.
1: Yes. Yeah. So
3: Yeah, you've got to you know, if you're gonna do it you gotta do it properly, haven't you? That's so right. yeah. I've come as a roaming reporter so I think I'm doing quite a good job too. I think.
1: Do. <laughs> doing a fantastic job, Leda. <laughs> okay,
3: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right well I'm gonna go and find my friend now. <laughs> okay. But thank you for chatting with me.
0: Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: I think I lent on my butt, sorry. Okay, I was uh, going to
3: say, surely my story wasn't that offensive that you disappeared.
0: Yes. I can't take it no more. No. <laughs> no, it was the, I, was ju- I was just commenting upon put, get, increasing my steps and I was going to say, the cupcake stall. <laughs> That certainly increased our steps, didn't it? The infamous cupcake stall. Yeah, it did, and yeah. We are going, You imagine that you imagine that it? it's not here. And go, and that's like, actually maybe I did imagine. It. And they go like, I could have sworn I saw a cupcake stall.
3: <laughs> no, and yeah, I think I need to give them a shout out because although I didn't actually manage to get an interview with him, Matt at Custom Cupcakes I think it's Custom Cupcake uh company. You the man, Matt. You the man just find out for definite so that i can actually give him a proper shout out yeah so it's custom cupcake company like i said really wanted to speak to matt who worked uh who actually i think he owns that business he is he's i've been informed by uh my friend toffer who is on the master debaters podcast that he is a fascinating guy and i really need to speak to him Cool. Obviously, you and I found him initially, and it was so busy and so popular. And it's understood because his cakes and cupcakes and fudges and things like that that he makes are just... God, they looked amazing.
0: To die for.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm diabetic, so I couldn't eat them at all. But it. And I don't
0: eat sugar, but trust me, they look very good.
3: Yeah, and they smelt amazing as well. And they had, like, sparkles on the top of things and things like that. And it just looked really yummy and wonderful so if you're ever at a comic-con and you see custom cupcake company go and check them out and go and speak to matt he's the one with the purple hair so yeah very good guy and if you
0: see, and, yeah and if you see a tall there's also a tall blonde man there looking rather longing but forlornly at the cupcakes that's probably me <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> i'll just give them a shout out on twitter as well they're they're twitter handle is at custom cupcake co so excellent yeah so that's pretty pretty easy to remember and their website's
0: on there and everything as well but well, i'm very i'm very sorry to hear about the johnny bravo guy i totally didn't know that was going on but if you dropped me a line yeah i would have come and
3: oh the johnny bravo guy yeah to be honest it was quite innocent you know he he said to, he turned around to me and he said that he had autism ah right so yeah, yeah. it was he Probably wouldn't just yeah yeah he wouldn't have picked up on my awkwardness and yeah.
0: he couldn't read it could he so yeah, yeah. and i get it a bit yeah
3: yeah absolutely and i wasn't one bit offended by what he was saying or anything like that it's just that because of the fact that i'm quite a nervous person and i'm not used to people being paying compliments i didn't handle it well either so
0: (laughs) yeah and the other thing really is he's an unknown quantity isn't it we you know you don't know anything about him so
3: yeah and i like i said i'd already given him my business card so i knew that he knew how to get hold of me or listen to the podcast or whatever and i was just like oh i don't know if this makes me feel comfortable or not but i'm sure he's harmless
0: yeah well it's all we've come out the other side it's it's all good it's all good
3: yeah absolutely and, uh, yeah, so who knows, you know, I might bump into him again, but I doubt it. <laughs> and I'm trying to think what else.
0: Can we say, I think just generally that it was a very, very good event. It was, compa- there were a few people who complained, there a few people who you, you see complaining on Facebook about it. But with mm. my own personal experience, I think it was a very good event. Things went a bit. The only time, if I'm absolutely honest, things went for me a little. If he was trying to get Camille Cordori's or Camille Corduri's photo, because everything had started bunching up, and that was caused by the sheer love for seeing Robert England. It went into some sort of mass breakdown at that point, where he'd been signing from say nine, and he was still into like batch one to hundred when I got my picture with Christina Loken, which was at something like nearly four o'clock, or yeah half four sorry quarter to five and things had just gone very wrong so it had a knock-on effect on everything else but i would like to say to you may never hear it but just to say to the showmasters people that i personally think they ran a good event and it was enjoyable and nice to meet all the wonderful people at it and meet the various actors and various uh you know celebrities who were there because really a 20 minute delay is not a bad thing no. you know compared to what it could have been where i went to one event and it was like nearly three plus hours trying to get in i think it was good and you know people are very pleasant so really i think it was from my standpoint yeah I'd, I'd love to see what else they do in the future Really, and what i can go to that they do again
3: yeah well the next one's london film and comic-con so i uh, fingers crossed that i get a press pass for that one as well i also want to give a shout out to the staff at that event as well
0: Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, Yeah, they were brilliant.
3: There was one girl in particular that has always stood out to me, and I never got her name or anything like that, so I can't give her a proper shout out. But she diffused a situation. So there was this guy that was really angry because he's waited in the wrong queue and blah, blah, blah. He was getting really angry. And like, no disrespect to Birmingham people, but you know, sometimes when you're not from the area, you can't detect whether people are angry from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Because they've got kind of that accent where it sounds like they're angry anyway, a little bit. But yeah, so this guy was, he was definitely getting quite angry. And mm-hmm. this girl just calmly said, look, I understand. And he was like, no, 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 you don't understand. He, let's, let's do that again. Cause he wasn't Indian. He goes, no, 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 you, you weren't in, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've not been in my shoes. But the more he spoke to her, the more. Mm-hmm he was just getting diffused, you know, and he's like, and she's like, so I'm going to do everything I can to get you in. Mm. Don't you worry.
0: I think that's where a lot of the, the problems for pray come from. People may not have an understanding. I go off an event, Showmasters run the star Trek event I went to, and that was just complete chaos. But you know, that's the past It is what it is. <laughs> but that came from a lot of a lack of communication. In the case of this event, uh, if I can, if you don't mind, I'll give my own shout out. There's a yeah. guy who predominantly was uh, running. I remember seeing him at the start of the day and he was, I think, predominantly uh, uh, photo group A and he was he dealt with sort of Danny Glover and things initially when I saw him. Scottish guy, very, very... He was managing to... Shoot, big guy, shouting very loudly to tell people what was happening. And he just was brilliant. He kept people aware. I mean, the poor man would have no voice on Sunday at all. I could hear his voice going by the end of the day. But he kept saying, this is the batch number, this is the batch number. If you want your picture taken, get into their queue there. And just kept it running brilliantly. And I agree with the comment you made. What I find a bit disheartening is... Uh, well, we both work in like customer-facing roles.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: predominantly, the sort of work I do, I get my more abuse than most will get. More native people, so the help. The thing that I found from that job is. That you got appreciation for people who provide a customer service and the difficulties of that job. So I tried to take the time to talk to the people who were on in the cost in the you know the, who are helping out, saying how are you doing and what you're up to, and how are things going. And as one of them said to me, you know, it is difficult because people get frustrated and we can only provide so much information. So yeah. I always think cut these people a bit of slack because invariably they're not. A lot of them won't be getting paid for it, they do it's just voluntarily uh, out of the goodness of the heart, their own interests. So,
3: yeah, and even if they are getting paid, it's like peanuts, really. It'll isn't be it?
0: peanuts, yeah. yeah. So, I, I think they did brilliantly. I think they were very helpful, nice people. And you know, we need more people at that event.
3: Yeah, it seems to be that showmasters, going by the fact that I've been to about three different showmasters now, so I went to London Film and Comic Con last year, went to Bournemouth Film and Comic Con uh, just before birmingham and Mm -hmm. obviously this one as well birmingham collector mania and uh sorry i'm trying to say them right so you know i'm giving them a good promotion but it's uh you know i've with regards to all of the the staff there they all seem to like have their head switched on Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine like i can't imagine working at the london one because that was that was chaotic, mm. but not chaotic in the staff sense. The staff handle it fantastically. It's chaotic in the fact that there's so many people there. Like, yeah. you know, take Birmingham and add another floor mm. and, you know, double the, maybe even triple the amount of people. And then you've mm. got London film and Comic Con, you know, and it's, it's a fantastic event and you definitely need to go there for two days, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, yeah it's definitely chaotic and very very hot in there i don't know why they're so you know like i don't know why these conventions don't put some form of aircon on because like mm. you know you got all those amount of nerds all in one place and i'm a nerd so i can say it you know i, I feel comfortable saying it but you got that many nerds you know hot and sweaty nerds <laughs> you would think just put a couple you put an aircon unit on or something
0: and indeed, it was hot and sweaty, I can attest to that. Mm. I think really they were doing, I think probably a lot of the, the flat people got was probably things that were completely out of staff's control. Yeah. So,
3: Well, people are going to thing, complain,
0: aren't they? They will. People like to complain as well. Started, Snowflakes think, of the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think part of the problem we had with like with Robert England is I had to admit defeat. I was telling somebody about this online. I said, well, i just admit defeat and get his autograph. I had a the unique t-shirt I wanted him to sign. Well, I thought it was unique until so lots of people wearing them who'd <laughs> obviously yeah. been at the, this convention in the past, but I thought, well, it's not going to happen. Uh, I accept that, but I think the problem is people were being told potentially go and get your picture done on this number. Well, it didn't uh, get your autograph done on this number. Well, it didn't happen. And then yeah. it was like, well, go and get, you might have to go tomorrow and it still went wrong then. But that was, I think just a human error yeah. or a computer error. And, it is what it is, but I again, I'm repeating myself. But hands off to them.
3: Yeah, I think with that situation, it like you said, it was a human error because the I think they tweeted out or on Facebook either way, and they said that they had solved the problem for Sunday, mm-hmm. so you know they'd rectified it for you know quite a lot of people. Obviously, not everybody's going to be you know people that are going for the two days, like you and I went <clears> for just the one, didn't we? But mm-hmm. It's. I think they definitely learned from what happened. I think what happened was is that they they allocated up to say forty tickets, Mm -hmm. and then when they allocated the next batch, it was also one to forty. So Uh, it was kind of like getting very mixed up as to who was who and what was what and you know things like that. So yeah, literally just human error. I mean, these things happen. These things happen, and you know you get you get. Tiny little bit harassed because you've got that many people waiting for one person. You want to do it efficiently, but at the same time, you know, these things happen, don't they? You kind of think
0: nobody died, you know, nothing horrendous
3: happened. It's not like you're going to lose a leg if you don't meet him.
0: I certainly hope (laughs) not.
3: You might lose a leg if you do meet him, but no.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't follow them.
3: Okay, well, thank you ever so much for speaking to me about yeah, this.
0: You, well, firstly, sorry that it, we all got a bit delayed. Oh, don't
3: um, even worry. It's fine. It's It's honestly not a problem at all. Oh, good. It was um. What time you weren't speaking to me? I was editing this week's episode, which sweet. is lots of fun.
0: <laughs> sweet. Um, I'm going to see if I can get you. Have you, you managed to get your hands on the um the Deadpool the codswallop thing or not? Yeah, I did. You have got it. Yeah.
3: yeah that's right. Oh, that's it. apparently somebody doesn't listen to my episodes. <laughs>
0: Well, I thought you got it, but I wasn't 100%. No, so. if you,
3: if you listen to my seven minute podcast before, uh, before this weekend's one. So it came out on Wednesday.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, to be oh. fair, I've not been in my computer properly, so yeah. Yeah, what excuse, a very excuse li- excuse. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, seven
3: minutes for now. Christ's sake. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. When I get off now, I'll promise you scout's honor, and I, I was a scout, I will um Dip dip dop, dop. not very good not very good scout, but I was still a scout. I will um <laughs> I can probably still build a fire, I will uh I'll have a lesson. And how did you find the film? Oh, I love the film. Brilliant, isn't it? It's such Absolutely a good film. Brilliant. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it
3: is. I'd say it's I'd say it's not funnier than the first one. I'd say the first one is funnier. I think that's because it was more shocking and surprising. It's like yes. you've seen you've seen Deadpool now, so the second one is always gonna be a little bit more
0: uh
3: expected.
0: You you yeah. expect it but I mean, I tell you what, they absolutely had me, l- I mean, I, I was laughing out loud, which I don't do loads of stuff, um, but uh, the after credit stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Just, what was he say? I'm just sorting out the timeline or something.
3: <laughs> oh yeah and he kills um he kills, he kills ryan Ren-
0: yeah kills ryan redholtz <laughs> which is obviously himself you, yeah you could say what so you can thank me canada or something.
3: <laughs> yeah because he did he, he's um killing himself but so he doesn't do green hornet
0: <laughs> oh dear that yeah, was again. funny
3: and the amount of people that are left before the end as well have a leak
0: before the end.
3: Yeah, like there was obviously quite a few people that didn't know uh, Marvel
0: films. Did you see Justice League or have you seen it?
3: I haven't not yet.
0: No, it's Tosh. I mean, I love Batman and Superman. I know you didn't, but I, I What's was tosh? very, very, very Tosh means it's all like rubbish. All right, okay. I was very, very disappointed by Justice League, but I would say. When you see it, if you do see it, wait for the after credit because, to be honest, I actually got more into the after credit than I did the film. I was more excited by that. I thought it was amazing, so that's a big one to go for.
3: Okay, I'll give that a whirl. Before you go, do you want to play yes. a game that I've just come okay. up
0: with? Um I'm not going to like find a little man sight coming up to my door and a uh, little trash clamor with a <laughs> white with the white face. <laughs> No, no, not at all. <laughs> just check. It just seems like the words you want to play a game. I just think...
3: Uh... <laughs> well, it is a film-related game, but it isn't so... that film. <laughs> so, I pulled together a list of top ten grossing films in 2017.
0: God, okay. Okay. So, how up-to-date are you with, uh, with films? I'm, I'm reasonably good. I'm okay. I wouldn't say I'm... Like you know, perfect mundo, but I'll I I uh, will try. <laughs> perfect,
3: perfect Monday. I haven't had that for years.
0: <laughs> Age myself, <haven't> under
3: <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's old. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to him anymore. Okay, so this is going to be higher or lower. Okay.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. Do we, does the ghost of Sir Bruce Forsyth appear for this?
3: Yes. Good day. Good day. <laughs> he's now Australian. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be anyway. <laughs> okay, so Despicable Me three, mm-hmm. yeah, the grossing figure for that film yeah. was one billion dollars. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just waiting to do that. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh. Okay, so Transformers: The Last Night. Do you think that was higher or lower? Lower. Lower. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're wrong.
0: Oh no! It was one point two can't billion. God, it was an awful film. I know. Awful. It's, it's I, I insane, isn't it? I love Transformers. <laughs> I'm a huge Transformers fan.
3: So it's insane, isn't it? So, but yeah, that grossed $1.2
0: billion. God almighty. I know. Okay. Now, to be fair, though, they are rebooting the Transformers. Why so soon? To a degree uh, well, they've done what I honestly think they should have done originally, which is they're doing a Bumblebee film set in the 80s, where he's, in fact, a uh, looks more like the cartoon, and they're doing it with Starscream and spin as well, looking like he should do from the cartoon. And personally looking at it, you okay. should have probably taken the way they did the first one and made it more like they're going to do this new one. But that's just, you know, my thought. So I was way wrong on that one. So yeah. let's hope this trend does not continue.
3: Okay, higher or lower? Than Transformers, Spider-Man:
0: Homecoming. Hiya! No. Oh God, I really am failing, aren't I? Yeah. It's a Marvel film. I know. was meant to be loved by everybody.
3: I know, and this is what is really, um, it's really sort of. Gets my goat rather. rather.
0: <laughs> I can't let any of my friends listen to this podcast, you know, because I'll just be they'll eviscerate me. <laughs> I am supposed to know about films. I like the fun to knowledge <laughs>
3: Yeah, but you don't know how much they gross, though, do you? So this is uh, this is why it's a fun game. So it's only a bit of fun. So yeah, nobody's head is on the chop- chopping block with this one. They raised an um, ninety uh, sorry nine hundred million dollars. Wow. So how can it be that? That film, which in my opinion was fantastic, compared to well, compared to Despicable Me three, I get that one because it's Disney, so like kids are wanting to go and things.
0: Yeah, we kids will go to, won't we?
3: Yeah, but Transformers. I mean, if anything, because I haven't been to see it myself, so anything you know, going by any of the other films that I have watched, you know, they weren't that good. I always say that a Marvel film was much better, so.
0: I like the first Transformers a lot. I really enjoyed that. Um, after that, though, it just went, yeah, it, it sunk too quickly. Mm. So how do the so the question of how they succeed, how they're more successful? I suspect is probably because they've got, although Marvel throws itself out to a bigger fan base. I think you've probably got maybe, could be people my age still going to them because they've got an interest in them from when they were younger. And it could be simply just people who will go and see like the action Rock'em Sock and Michael Bay sort of films, mm. I guess. But you're right. It really does sort of confound all the stuff we're told um, that they they raise more money. And it, But also, the other thing on a lot of this is it probably depends when they're released in the year and what they're up against. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. So I suppose if it's the case that, you know, Transformers came out when it was hardly anything on, you know. Mm-hmm. and Then yeah, they're well, gonna
0: do I, well. I, I, yeah, I know they did that with um the way they released I think Justice League against something that was being released by Marvel. Um I
3: was gonna say well Justice hed- League was gonna be my next option, so Yeah,
0: because they hedged the bet against something, yeah. not success. Okay.
3: Okay. Okay, so Justice next League question. is actually my next one. So, do you think that is higher or lower than Spider-Man: Homecoming? Way lower. Yeah, it's actually not way lower.
0: Yeah, it's actually it only 50,
3: 50 million difference.
0: Really? Yeah. Because to be fair, with I mean, the Promo Justice League is it absolutely um, it just yeah it way underperformed. But then Batman Superman way underperformed because the, they expect them to get like billions, don't they? And it just doesn't. It doesn't work that way, but yeah, it's a shame, I think, with Justice League. I can't, I don't know what they, I mean, because Wonder Woman was brilliant, but I can't see how they're going to pull back from Justice League. It was just a failure. And the worst part when you do watch it is that you could see reshoots, you could tell where the reshoots have been inserted. Mm. So, yeah. anyway.
3: Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it?
0: But I'll go I'll go and, like, you know, cry into my Batman pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Or oh, Aquaman, just cry into Aquaman. Oh. Yeah, when you go Aquaman. for the Aquaman that looks... <laughs> you go for the Aquaman from uh, the original stuff, and they always talk about no. the big band theory. No, <laughs> it's
3: got to be Jason Momoa, sorry. Speaking of, sorry.
0: just as a side note, did you see some of the people dressed up as Jason Momoa? There's some good yes. ones, There's some guys who you're like, dude, you need to put gym time in now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, but why not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely, we we res- I do respect them for trying and doing it, it's all good
3: Yeah, absolutely Okay, next film, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tells No Tales mm-hmm. So, is that higher or lower than Justice League?
0: Higher, I would say No, lower really? that, Wow
3: That one is 750 million
0: God, you wouldn't have expected that I mean, you really wouldn't have expected that so they didn't do phenomenally well. God, that astounds me for a, a Pirates of the Caribbean film. That really does.
3: Yeah. I mean, over that's over the base of a year and over the base of, I think this is over the base of, oh, it must be actually just America, actually, isn't it? Because it keeps saying dollars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I would have thought. But maybe it's coming to the end of its tail, in a way, because it's like, yeah. been there, done that, seen, seen the film, seen it. Again, seen it again. <laughs> do I need to see it a fourth time? <laughs> They're going to do the same thing, so.
0: No, no wonder Depp's looking so, like, haggard at the moment.
3: <laughs> yeah, bless him. Oh, I don't think he would ever look haggard. <laughs> okay, so Wonder Woman. Would she be higher or lower?
0: Uh, I would say higher.
3: Yes, you're correct.
0: Because that did exceptionally well at the box I so love that film. Yeah. It was really good.
3: That did 775 million go by this mm-hmm. uh, website, so that's good. Mm.
0: That's very good.
3: I mean, I can't even imagine having, like, £1 million. Can you imagine having this amount of money?
0: Uh, I can imagine it. Um, it's not reality, <laughs> but I can imagine it.
3: <laughs> I got really excited because I won £4 on a scratch card the other day. So, you know, it's not... <laughs> I think
0: the most I've ever won in the lottery is £10.
3: So Yeah, I think I'm there with you. Actually, no, know, I've won £100 on a scratch card
0: before. Sweet. Yeah. That's very good.
3: That was... Well done. I, yeah, it hasn't happened since. Yeah, about 10 years ago, that's, that happened. <laughs> you,
0: you've got to cling to that dream, though. You know, cling to it. it. will
3: One day, that, that £100 will become
0: 10000 If you build it, he will come, sort of thing, yeah.
3: Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Is that higher mm. or lower
0: than uh, Wonder Woman? See, I'm not sure how well this did. I know it was successful. I will have a guess it was probably higher.
3: Mm-hmm. It was. It was eight eight hundred and twenty million. That one. Good raised. stuff. Yeah.
0: Well done, Chris Pratt. Well done. Yes. Yeah. And the other cast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Groot.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Groot.
3: Beauty and the Beast. The Beauty and the Beast.
0: In my defence, you are still so out of my ballpark. Um, <laughs> I thought you've. I'm not entirely sure this was successful. I think it was. Um, I don't think it was as successful as they thought it'd be. Um, did it go? I would say it probably got. Ah, really difficult because it's Disney and girls and kids. Um ooh, we'll say it did uh, less. No, you're wrong. Mm, no, nah, I should have gone my gut instinct. Shouldn't I? I said should. more. This game top, top
3: or bottom, you need to get you need to go with your gut. Um this was nine hundred and fifty million. Wow. Yeah.
0: I don't even know if it was meant to be that good, was it? Was
3: I don't know. I've never seen it to be honest. So ah. I might be one of the people that adds to that later and actually watch it. So Good, good. <laughs> okay, two more. Star Wars.
0: Which Star Wars? Oh
3: episode eight, sorry.
0: Apologies. Uh, I need more than that. What's the title of it. <laughs> it's <laughs> sorry. it's oh uh is it the last Rogue Jedi? One. Sorry, a oh, Rogue One. Ah, right. I actually really like Rogue One. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I did like Rogue One a lot.
3: Um, oh, actually, I no would... I Apologise, sorry. It's a Star Wars Episode Eight, and then it says
0: he. That's this. the last Jedi, isn't it?
3: It looks as if Star uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars mm-hmm. story could well end its run as the biggest film in twenty sixteen. Right. Um The Force Awakens was also a biggest film in two thousand fifteen. Oh god, that was
0: amazing the amount of money that made.
3: Yeah. We know that episode eight will be the biggest film in twenty seventeen. So
0: And I don't know who it was actually uh, So which one are we looking at? Episode eight. Okay, so this
3: is episode eight and you're comparing it against Beauty and the Beast.
0: I'd say it not made the other more Star Wars.
3: Yes, it did. One point seven
0: billion. Interesting, though, to start to the Disney Corporation. There might be a failure because I think Last Jedi might it made over two billion. I think. Okay. Uh... It, it actually made I think what they'd spent on the whole thing on buying everything. I think the, on the acquisition it was maybe four billion, and the you know the, they've sort of gone halfway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's insane, isn't it? It's,
0: I think Disney have been very shrewd buying Lucasfilms. Very, very shrewd.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I suppose Disney wants to have their mi- name on everything, don't they, at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, they need to do it. Okay, so final one. So, Fast and the Furious 8. Oh, God. Is that higher or lower than Star Wars? <sighs> Did it. Do,
0: do, 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 do. Yeah, I need mean Jimmy Carr shouting at me. Don't I, like on eight out of ten cats do uh, countdown. <laughs> I don't like Jimmy Carr. Uh, I don't particularly, but I do find the eight out of ten cats uh, stuff funny. Um,
3: higher or lower?
0: I higher will say,
3: or lower?
0: I will say lower. Yes, you're correct.
3: It was 1.3 billion.
0: So wasn't... God, I hate Fast and the Furious.
3: <laughs> do. You?
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't get into that sort of stuff. No. I like cars, but it's not my sort of bag.
3: No, but I suppose. Um, so hate's the this... wrong
0: word. No, hates wrong. It's just not my sort of bag. Yeah, you dislike it.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I suppose, but there is there is a huge market for it. That's the thing. Oh, obviously God.
0: there is because it's one point three billion. Uh, one point three billion. Well, so, I mean, I've got to take my hat off to them. I mean, it works, what they do. So.
3: Yeah. Okay, so that's the end of the round. Well done.
0: God, I feel like I'm an American sports day thing We even the losers, you've all you're all the winner. You at least
3: got forty percent rights. Well done.
0: (laughs) This is an exam, James, you failed.
3: (laughs) Well next time next time we record an episode I could be you can ask me questions like a quiz and then um we can do that, okay? Yeah,
0: that'd be cool. Yeah, Yeah, I'd like that'd be good.
3: Yeah, I use my noggin for once.
0: and i still think you'll beat me
3: oh i doubt it <laughs> depends what the topic is but yeah
0: true but well, yeah <laughs> okay. well, i enjoyed that i failed but i enjoyed it
3: yeah well you know sometimes you've got to fail in life to learn
0: absolutely <laughs> absolutely
3: <laughs> i'll leave i'll leave you with that positive thought that you that know there are no failures truth. in life there are any learners
0: they're only lessons, yes. I like that. That's <laughs> good thinking.
3: <laughs> ah, learners. That's such good English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Say nothing. Yeah. Um
3: Okay. Well, now you've played that game, um, I am gonna sign off now, if that's okay, okay. with you because No, that's absolutely I fine. Feel like poo now. Get
0: well, my friend, is the big thing. Yeah, well, get some sleep, keep your fluids up, and uh, please well, get better. I mean,
3: I drank a bottle of wine, so that's getting my fluids up, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, almost a bottle of wine. There's <laughs> still quite a bit yeah, left.
0: <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll get there. It just uh, It's a pain in the ass when you feel run down, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely.
3: But thank you ever so much for being on the show. Uh, again can i say and always welcome back at any point so um you know whenever you fancy it
0: no problem hey thank you very much that'd be brilliant yeah exactly
3: okay well good night for now and it's good night from me
0: yep it's good night from me (laughs) (laughs) only british people get that
3: Okay, so when did you first realise that you wanted to be an actor?
0: This is
1: Andrew Lee Potts, by the way. <laughs> so this is Andrew Lee Potts, by the oh, way.
3: No, sorry. <laughs> I don't I've, I've had a bit of Dutch courage, so I do apologise. It's going to go one or the other way. I was a bit nervous. so. <laughs> uh,
1: when did I decide I wanted to be an actor? Is that what you asked? Um, oh gosh, I couldn't play football, so I had to get girls somehow.
3: <laughs> That's a really good answer, and I yeah I've watched Primeval as well, um, and I kind of like the fact that you know it's a real life thing because you know dinosaurs are real.
1: <laughs> they, they they were they were real. <laughs>
3: no, but I really enjoyed that show, so um I just wanted to sort of come over and tell you that as well.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, no, it was a great family show. It was unique, and it was a pleasure to be involved in. You know, I was very lucky. What? plans have you got at the
3: moment? We've uh, got a show coming
1: out called The Innocents on Netflix in August uh, starring Guy Pearce and lots of other talented people and it's, I can't say too much about it because they haven't released much about it yet but it's going to be a cool show. Okay,
3: fantastic thank you.
1: Hi this is uh, Andrew Lee Potts and you're
0: listening to Talking Codswallop. I win my way, I win my way, I win my way.
3: In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion's leaves tonight.
0: I can't hit the high note though.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> had to do was a whim the
0: <laughs> That's true. I win my way, I win my way. It's too late
3: now.
0: <laughs> I know the moment has been spoiled forever. I
3: know, yeah. It could have been a beautiful moment, but it's ruined. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you enjoy all the past episodes and the future episodes as well. You know what I'm like. And follow me on Twitter at CodswalletPod, C-O-D-S-W-A-L-L-O-P and then P-O-D. If you're a listener via iTunes, you know, feel free to just pop across and give a little five-star rating and maybe a few comments if you're interested if you don't want to do the comments and you just want to give me a five-star rating that's fine okay the reason why i'm doing a little outro here is because I wanted to say a big thank you to a friend of mine, Chuck Staten, who is in a band called Senior Discount. You may recognise the name if you're a Tell 'em Steve Dave listener or, in fact, a listener of The Talking Codswallop as well because he was on episode seven. The episode was called Chuck Staten, a.k.a. Briefcase Wanker and, yeah, depending on which place you look at it, it's either starred out with the wanker but it is there (laughs) I wanted to give him and his band senior discount a massive shout out because the intro that now I use for this podcast is actually the intro to one of their songs the song is called smile and I just absolutely love this song and I think it's a fantastic fit for my podcast so I hope you all think the same I'm about to play the full song so that you can actually hear it all in in its glory basically and also just wanted to say places you know like look them up go if you're into the punk rock scene you know um they kind of venture into a bit of ska rock and roll you know it's pop punk i think at one point you know it's all different sort of things around that genre so if that's an interest to you where I got their music from was iTunes because I've got an iPhone, but I'm sure that they are on other places. Have a look for them and maybe download a tune or two, or maybe the whole album because they've got quite a few albums. So give them a shot. Why not? Eh? <laughs> Thanks for listening again. And I hope that you are still enjoying the podcast and I look forward to hearing from you, hopefully. Okay. Bye. Never gonna be again.